You're tuned to KHOL. I'm Tyler Pratt with your local newscast. Avalanche danger remains high in western Wyoming and eastern Idaho in what experts are calling an unprecedented year. About 100 Jacksonites recently gathered at Headwall Sports to learn about snow conditions. A forecaster from Bridger Teton Avalanche Center said the region needs a lot more snow to bury that weak layer, and the warm-up this weekend could only make conditions more dangerous. These state-of-the-snowpack events happen throughout the winter, but shop owner Sean Doherty says Wednesday's information session was the biggest turnout yet. Conditions are extremely dangerous right now in the backcountry, and I think there's a big correlation of our attendance and the conditions, and that means that people in the community are understanding what's going on. A dry December was followed by heavy snowfall and strong winds, creating mass instability throughout the region. For now, the Avalanche Center is urging backcountry goers to stick to low-angle terrain that's not connected to steep slopes. Climbers in the Tetons are pushing back against proposed guidelines that may regulate some hardware people use to scale mountains and rocks in wilderness areas. This week, the Teton Climbers Coalition became the latest advocacy group to tell federal agencies the new restrictions could make the sport unsafe. K-12's Hannah Mersbach reports. The new rules from the National Park Service and Forest Service would allow fixed anchors on only a case-by-case basis. These are most often metal rings drilled into rocks that climbers thread ropes through to lower themselves down. They're installed throughout the Tetons in places like the Grand. Those are pretty much invisible to anybody who is not doing the climb and not actively looking for them. Charlie Thomas with the Climbers Coalition helped write the letter to the federal agencies. He says these anchors are also used in emergencies when a lightning storm rolls in and climbers need to get to low ground. And removing them means people would have to look for other ways to get down. Which would not only be not safe, but it would also potentially create a much greater impact on the wilderness area because then people are going to have to create descent trails. But some conservationists supporting the rules say they're essential to limit impacts on the environment. The National Park Service and Forest Service are accepting comments on the proposed rules through the end of the month. Hannah Mersbach, K-12 News. Last year, a federal court threw out a lawsuit seeking the removal of a transgender student from a University of Wyoming sorority. Now, the bringers of that lawsuit are appealing the decision. Wyoming Public Radio's Jeff Victor has more. Six members of the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority at UW sued their own sorority last year after it inducted a transgender woman into its ranks. The plaintiffs argued that transgender women are not women, and that the sorority broke its own bylaws when it started using a more inclusive definition of the word woman. But the U.S. District Court of Wyoming ruled that private organizations such as Kappa are allowed to decide their own membership. The court also refused to define the word woman. The plaintiffs have now appealed the decision, arguing that the court can indeed enforce a private organization's bylaws. They also say the court should interpret Kappa's bylaws as limiting membership to cisgender women. Lawyers for the sorority have also responded, arguing that the first ruling was correct, that the sorority has a right to interpret its own bylaws and that it has been inclusive of transgender women for years. For Wyoming Public Radio, I'm Jeff Victor. You're listening to KHOL, Jackson Hole Community Radio.